problematic or preference? That is the question. Many of us can say we have a type or quote unquote preference, but is your preference problematic? No fats, no femmes, light skin only. Join us today as I talk with Brendan Music. Uh, sometimes we, I feel like we're not really clear that problematic means it's like kind of sketchy. It deserves like a second like, look why at. can't I like what I like? People are always going to feel personally attacked when you call something that they feel is just personal, like their preference, a problem. And Juan Butler. Would you date a very feminine male? Me personally, no. Because if I'm gonna do that, I'd rather date a woman. Rather date a woman. Rather date a woman. Rather date a woman. The conversation starts now. I feel like when when it comes to preference, like we have to like call a spade a spade because there's a difference between a preference and just being like, I don't fuck with this shit at all. To say you prefer apples versus oranges, that's like meaning. I will eat this apple and I love apples and I prefer to eat the apple. But if you give me an orange, I'm not going to turn it down. Saying no fats, no fems is literally turning down people who are fluffy and feminine. And there's this whole thing within this gay community that gay men and men in general feel the need to hold on to their masculinity by the balls and be like, I'm a man, I'm a man and I'm a man like this, this is one of the main reasons why I am gender non-conforming because it's like there's so many rules and restrictions to being a man. You don't do this as a man. You don't do that. You can't do this because that'll make you gay or more gay. But it's like if you're already gay, no matter if you're more masculine in your performance, because it's all gender is such a performance and a social construct that it's like it behooves me, to be honest. Um and it's like, if you're doing this, you're making yourself more feminine. Like, um, I think Billy Porter, who I don't care for, um, I can go on record saying that I don't really care for Billy Porter like that, but not because he's feminine, but because of some of the transphobic things that he said. Um, but he said something along the lines of when women put on pants, it's seen as a power, power move and she's more powerful. But as soon as she puts on a dress, I mean, if a man puts on a dress, People look at it and like, oh, that's disgusting. That's wrong. That's immoral. You're doing something wrong. And I think it's interesting when we look at like masculinity and femininity and the roles we, that that plays within dating and society in general. Like the closer you are to masculinity, the more powerful and generally accepted you are. Like women are expected to be more dominant in the workforce and it's just like these roles are so, um, I don't know the word for it right now, but they, they're very pigeonhole-y. Um, is, that, is, is that a word? I don't even know. But they're very restrictive and they, they, they're designed to prevent certain people from having power within society and within relationships. And I just think it, it deserves to be evaluated. Okay, so I have like <laughs> two or three things two or three different things. Um, I think the first one is how open are you willing for people to be? If a person desires or wants something, I don't think it really comes down to the part of being this problematic person that hates something just because you choose not to have it. And then two, I think, the other problem, well, I don't even think, I, I, I believe 
and, and know for a doubt that people have too many uh, people's opinions in their head about what they should be, how they should be. And then you put yourself into a box. And that's part of the problem with society, period, with homo, with being straight or gay or bisexual, whatever the case you wanted to call yourself. Um, we put too much emphasis on what society thinks and believes about what we have to do. If a woman puts a pants on, I don't, it's just what she decides to put on. Like myself, I like women that can dress down. I like women who wear dresses. I like women who put makeup on. I like women to get their hair done. I like women who wear basketball shorts. So I'd rather her be her, her herself rather than trying to be something that I want her to be or what society wants her to be, vice versa for, for a guy. If you decide to put on a skirt or a kilt or heels or boots that's more feminine or put makeup on or change your hair color, that's what you choose to do. Who is there to judge you about what there's you decide? There's plenty there to judge you. It's your freedom. <laughs> the reality is there's plenty of people to judge you. But what I'm it. saying is, what I'm saying is, you give them the ability to judge you and you give them too much power to have a voice. So, well, yes, it mm, is. Oh, yes, people, it is. Okay, so my thing is, it becomes violent for people. More like queer femmes get violence all the freaking time. Like there's a certain amount of privilege that you as a cis um, man have because you wouldn't even have been assaulted sometimes in the way that a person who is not performing their uh, masculinity or not even performing because it makes it sound like something that's inauthentic. But this, um, this whole, what is it that I'm looking for? Someone who is more feminine naturally goes through so much more than probably all three of us on here right now. Like we have no feminine uh, femme male voices on here at all, but they go through so much more than us. And to just say like, oh, it's, it's, it's okay to have this preference that says y'all aren't, y'all aren't good enough for me. Like you have to really look deeper into the meaning of it. So I'm not saying that. So that's, I think that's, that's the problem we had in the disconnect with our conversation. It's not to say that I'm not hating having the whole portion of someone hates them or has a problem with them. Because we talk about so would you would you date would you date a very feminine male person who identifies as the male? Me personally, no. Why not? Because if I'm gonna do that, I'd rather date a woman. Which oh. I mean, I, I I mean you can. I, I mean, I get to. that. I I understand that sense. I mean, if you're still attracted. You're not still, but if you are attracted to men and women, the idea of being with a man who reminds you of energy that you associate with women, it just, I, I get how a person just doesn't want that. Um, and, and, you know, there is, it's a tricky space. That's why, and I mean, that's also why the word is problematic and not like offensive or awful. Uh, sometimes we, I feel like we're not really clear that problematic means it's like kind of sketchy it deserves like a second look at um certain preferences can be problematic but that doesn't mean that they're outright wrong um in a sense it's just like you know everybody does have the right to like what they like and prefer what they prefer if they you know if you want to be with a guy who isn't um overtly feminine you don't have to force yourself to try to be with somebody like that However, you know, it's one of those things of understanding 
within yourself and outside of yourself what it is that you're looking for and why. Because um, the why is always the biggest thing. It's not necessarily just a statement. Right. I want to I wanna quick cut in because the why that I'm hearing is if I'm if I would date a feminine man, I might as well date a woman, which is literally saying, and I'm not trying to gaslight anything. It's literally there, saying because what you're changing up is no way, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. It's literally saying no. What I'm not going to let you anybody do it is change my words. What I said was no. I'm I'm just I'm just rephrasing I what, what you said. But what no, you wait. Let do, me finish. Just you, let me finish. Go ahead. Either way, I'm what like, you I'm are literally. What you're literally saying is, I I rather I might as well just go date a woman if you're going to act like a woman. Am I right? Cut me off if I'm wrong right there. You're wrong because that's not what I'm saying. That's, that's what you're. You that's said, what, no, that's I might what as well. You said. This is, this wait, is no, you said. Head. Wait a minute. This, this wait a minute. My head with the conversation wait. beginning is the fact that you have an issue with someone else's preference. So it's for, not a for, preference if you a don't. Preference it, a preference it's, it's, it's is I would do either right. or. It's Wait, my preference. preference so, is either if, or, though. If I, no, I'm saying no, I, I'm trying to follow. I, I'm trying to follow. Make sure y'all are not talking too much over each other because I, I'm curious to hear where this conversation going. So I just personally, I'm like, you know, what if somebody has something to say, just let them finish it and then respond. Right. So what I was saying is a preference is either or. So if you say that I might as well date a woman, you are. I'm not saying that you said this, but what the subtext beneath it is saying that it makes you less of a man if you're more feminine. That's that's the subtext beneath it. And, I might as and, well go date a woman because I, it makes in this, you... in this conversation I'm having with you because you're having a sub conversation about a main conversation, but we're not talking about the. But we can't just be surface level when people are out here dying level. over this, this stuff. But this isn't surface level. That's the problem okay. that we have with within communities. Within communities, we don't address what the true issue was is apologize and to be able to be healthy within a community to do that so what we're always doing is finding the sub portions of whatever is surface or what's blunt in our faces and we don't deal with each level of these stages so that's where my problem comes in with where we're having to change narratives of how we are conducting or going into or something because what it does is it pushes people more away because you judge them rather than trying to understand so question, where they are. Just to break in and make sure I'm, see if I can. So Khalif, when you're, you're basically saying the fact that Juan um, once believes that he should, you know, if he'd rather date a woman than date a feminine man, you're, the, him saying that makes you feel and understand it as he, he sees feminine men as less manly. Is that what you're interpreting it as? Well, that's well, no. what it would have to I, I be mean, because it's the whole femininity versus the masculinity. And when as soon as you say, as I'm associating femininity with just women, like men aren't allowed to, I'm not saying that you said this, but many men feel like they're not allowed to be feminine in any in any capacity or way when really just because the fact that we have certain members or don't have certain members does not mean we can't be exploring the full range of our human emotions. Now, my thing is, this is where, like, I feel like preferences matter. The, the distinction of the why matters because it's like, that is 
for in my mind to say to take one statement and kind of interpret it as solely that to say that's what it means is like it's like it's jumping it's mm-hmm. jumping over a few things it's not really addressing the fact that I mean everybody yes everybody has both feminine and masculine energy and we all exist within a spectrum but you know as a person you know you know or have a general sense of where you're the balance of feminine and masculine energy within yourself and you know some people really want that offset in you know a certain type of partner for example I mean like I can imagine I was kind of the same way for a while honestly when I was younger I was like you know and I wasn't really big on it but I did kind of say the same thing it's like I wouldn't date um you know, a man who wore wigs and all this other, like, who really was, went fully there, you know, borderline trans type stuff. Um, I wouldn't date a man like that. I would rather just date a woman. And my thought behind it, my why was because, you know, I am more used to that level of feminine energy from someone in a a, a feminine body. I feel like one of the issues with this topic sometimes is that People are always going to feel personally attacked when you call something that they feel is just personal, like their preference, a problem. Um, Because it's like, why can't I like what I like? Why can't I want to, especially when it comes to something as like important and as special as like your partner, like just because y'all niggas say I should like Ivy and anybody doesn't mean I'm going to do it. It doesn't mean I feel like that's going to work for me. And, you know, that's a legitimate feeling like, just because you, so to speak, not not pointing a big finger at you, but just because the proverbial you says I should open my mind to being with somebody feminine that's a man, just because I'm also into men, doesn't necessarily mean I know, doesn't necessarily mean that's going to work out for me. And you saying it's problematic when whole time, you know, it's like, I could get a relationship with a feminine person and that whole situation be problematic <laughs> because they're not a good match for me and the energy that I exude and that I have, so to speak. Um, I feel like people look for those gender energy, those gender specific energies based off of the gender and like the energy that they have. Um, I think a lot of times men look for masculine men because they want a way to express out their feminine energy um, in a way that feels natural to them versus um, you know, feeling like they have to emasculate themselves. Like if, if I'm with another man that's very masculine, um, in those, there's, it's like some, it's either one or two things to me. Usually those type of men like to find somebody that they can compete with on some alpha male type shit. Uh, so it's like this competitive energy between them, or there is, this situation where they're flip-flopping not I'm not speaking sexually specifically but they are using each other to kind of express out the feminine energy that they normally may not feel comfortable doing outside in other ways but in their romantic partner they want a masculine partner because that masculine partner in those intimate moments not specifically just being sexually they can feel fine being with someone and they have a little bit more feminine energy because that person is masculine. It just feels natural. These are just my thoughts on the matter. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of gay people and me, I used to be a little gay boy way back when, and I had the same preference for years. 
And mainly it's, I think it's because I can't speak for everyone, but because of the trauma that I experienced, I was like, I don't want people to know that I'm gay. So then you run into dealing with a bunch of trades sometimes. I mean, I ain't really fucked with trades, to be honest, fuck trades still to this day. Um, but not like go fuck a piece straight, like fuck them. Okay. So um, I feel like there was just this period of time where I was just hiding in, in, in my masculinity and in the comfort of masculinity. And I was also being hidden by these guys and they wouldn't introduce me to their mothers or anything type of thing. Um, just, in, I felt like I was an embarrassment to be with because anybody who knows me, yeah, I, I, I'm, I tap into both the feminine and masculine. I've always like, I'm, I used to try to control and micromanage that, like not to trigger or upset my mom. Cause she might be listening, but um, she used to say things to me like, you have to walk a certain way. Otherwise they're going to think you're gay. You have to stop talking like that. Put a little more bass in your voice. Like, cause my voice will go up here sometimes. And you got to put a little, like there were things like that, that made me want to be comfortable. Once I finally came out, there were things that just made me not want to be associated with the most flamboyant gay person and that was me dealing with my own internalized homophobia because it is literally afraid of someone finding out that I was gay back then well yeah and whatnot and it's literally like just sometimes you just have to open your mind to the possibility that hey or like just give yourself that freedom because you only live once you might as well suck sit and play with all the dicks you can honestly but I just, it's just, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a tricky thing because now I am exploring everything. Um, I don't care if it's a feminine man. I don't care if it's trans man, because I don't care about body parts. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about, are you a decent person? I don't care if you are like, Hey girl, Hey, are you a decent person at the end of that? Hey, you know? Yeah. I'm more curious to hear like uh, one's perspective on just you know, kind of elaborating where it is you stand since you're the one who kind of, I don't know how to say this in like a way that isn't wrong, but more or less, you kind of have a, a more, some more stringent views on like what you prefer um, regarding gender expression. So I'm just interested to hear like what it is your thoughts are more on this topic. So it goes back to what I said in the beginning is you happen to be okay with yourself. Um, a lot of what you said, Khalif, is basically having to bring your own expression of being who your authentic self is, rather than trying to be in the confines of someone else's opinion of what you want to be. Um, that, that goes in multifaceted ways. That's, again, straight, gay, however you want to call yourself. Again, I, pers personally, I don't have an issue with any person, that's what you choose to do with your life. What you choose to do with your life it doesn't have anything to do with me and you having friendships, um, going out. I have all type of friends. I have friends who cross-dress, I have friends that may be drag queens, I have friends who are very, very feminine, I have friends that are very masculine, I have some friends that's trade. I have friends who just like big dicks. Like I, I, I have friends of all things, of male friends who just like females, or females with big butts. Like, so it's, it's, the variety of those things. So for me personally, when I was talking about me, 
and the aspect I've dated people who have been feminine um, men. So I know what's best for me. And so that goes back to understanding what your preferences are. And so when a person has a inkling idea of something, but don't have the true intel of the situation, you can't judge a person off of it. And does not mean the person doesn't like a transgender person or a person who's more feminine. It just means that they just does not desire to be in a relationship with that person, unless they're becoming off of saying they're homophobic, that they don't like and they hate. That's different. That's two different conversations. That's two different scenarios. See, I have to do this. Um, I have to do this. I don't want anyone to respond. I just want you to listen to understand and not listen to respond. Because how many times have you heard someone say to you uh, who is white, oh, I'm not racist. My best friend is black. I have black friends. Every white person seems to have a black friend. Every racist white person, at least, seems to have a quote unquote black friend or a black cousin. I want to say this and I want to make it very clear. You cannot use your proximity to blackness or your proximity to your own internalized phobias or homophobia or this that or the third to validify the fact that you are in fact quote-unquote a racist or quote-unquote uh have internalized homophobia because we all deal with certain levels of internalized homophobia because we all have dealt with some sort of trauma surrounding being queer and black in this country so i don't want anyone to feel attacked but you cannot use your proximity to discount the fact that you do have certain issues, the fact that you do have certain preferences that are problematic. Had to say that. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Conversation with Khalid. When we talk about preference versus, are we talking preference versus discrimination? Are we talking preference versus prejudice? Are we talking preference versus opinion, preference versus bias? Because these are the things that I think go come into play when people, quote unquote, have their quote unquote preferences. Um, Even I want to just shift into the whole colorism aspect. Um, when I think it's so problematic when someone says, oh, I just prefer light skinned people or I like you, a lot of times you get people with internalized colorism and they'll say, I I don't date light skinned people, but they're light skinned. And they'll say, I don't date dark skinned people because I'm, I'm like, there's just a lot of like, in like, when we look at the things that are going on internally, we can break it off to any and everything, but like, you just really... I don't, how do I, like for me, I personally have never had an inclining towards anybody but black people. I'm not going to go outside of that ever. Why? Because I, I just fuck with black people really heavy. I don't care about if it's problematic towards other races. I just like black people because at the end of the day, it's us against the world. But when it comes to skin color, when it comes to skin color, I don't care if you're chocolate i don't care if you're caramel i don't care what you are as long as you are black i am fine but there's certain people who are just strictly light strictly this or what and third and then we there was some clip on twitter of this guy who for no random reason um rhyme or reason he was like posted some video where he said he would rather go blind than date a black woman 
And yeah. is that a, is that a quote unquote preference? Is that not fucked up? Is that not problematic for a cishet man to say, I don't date black women and you're black well, and your mother's black? I'll say there's big differences, at least between a preference around somebody's skin tone versus somebody's like gender expression. Um, those big differences being that, you know, nothing connects people of the same skin tone together except the same skin tone like you know you have light-skinned people who are smart ratchet whatever what have you like just because you're light-skinned doesn't mean you are going to be any type of way doesn't mm -hmm. mean you're going to be a nice person doesn't mean you're going to be mean doesn't mean you're going to be smart uh less smart doesn't mean you're going to be pretty uh ugly whatever what have you like there's no unifying thing with feminine men i mean granted there's granted there is some stuff to that degree but like at least if I'm saying somebody who is feminine, particularly, that's a direct reflection of their energy and how they exist and express themselves in the world. So if I know that somebody who is, has a lot of feminine energy is somebody that probably wouldn't work for me as a partner, that's different than saying, I don't want to date somebody light-skinned because that gives me no real indication on, like there is no light-skinned type of way to be. Like there's no way to be light-skinned. You just are or you aren't uh, versus gender expression is fluid. You can act, you know, I can act very feminine one day and then act very masculine the other. It is something that is all based on um, how I express myself in the world. So that is a big difference when it comes to like having preferences around skin tone versus having preferences around um, something like masks and gender expression. Um, I still believe that there is some problematic things regarding having those preferences say you know prefer only mask only them but there is much more gray area to discuss versus like colorism and preferences that are based in colorism it's just like it's late it's tired we've already had that conversation and there's nothing you can really say to make it sound like that preference isn't a, a whole problem it's beyond problematic it's like it's ignorant at this point but is it not also ignorant to say the same thing about someone who's feminine? Because you don't know anything. It's just being, yeah, it is being prejudiced to say that you think that because this person is more feminine that they will interact with you in this certain way and they won't be, I don't know what the word is because I'm, uh, it's, it's. So can I. That y'all won't, that y'all won't connect y'all won't be able to click y'all won't be able to act right I because mean, you regardless. have no idea what that person's soul looks like behind every way of performing gender there's somebody's soul there's somebody who has love who has so much to offer they they have a brain and they offer much more than just oh my gosh hey girl hey or yo 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 you know what i mean yeah but i mean to to be honest i i just conversations regarding that I I let people have it like at the end of the day if you don't want because I feel like if somebody doesn't like say if I was like fully femme I wouldn't want somebody who doesn't want me and I mean I, I got I honestly have that now regardless of how I express myself or anything I don't want somebody who has no interest in me I'm not in the game of um convincing people of my worth um so it's like if you don't want to date a feminine man then you know fine i don't need to date you like <laughs> at the end of the day 
um, I think the bigger, and that's where it's like the conversation is is less about, that's why I was saying the micro macro, it's less about people, specific people, and it's more about the overall social construct that we exist in. Are we, are we having conversations? Are we uplifting femininity in a way that it can be seen as desirable? Because mm. people are going to make their choices regardless. People are going to have their personal preferences, regardless of whether they're problematic or not. But what is the, the social construct that they are existing in? Are we existing in a, and fat phobia is one of the ones that are, aren't honestly much harsher because I don't want to say much harsher, but it's just kind of feel, I feel like fat phobia can get so rampant and unchecked because, mm-hmm. you know, it's been very, it hasn't been until very recently where body positivity has become something that is more common in like the larger uh, context of conversation. So it's like people still have those things where they don't want to date somebody because they're a certain size and, you know, they can't wrap their head around the idea that somebody who could be a certain size is still healthy and all these different things because they always wrap, fat phobia is always wrapped around this idea of health. of Like, I want to be with somebody who's healthy, blah, 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 blah. But just because somebody is bigger doesn't mean that they're not healthy. Um, so it's just, I think preferences really the conversation is has to be on a macro scale. Like what is the, the culture that we're existing in? What is the um, messages that we're relaying as a community? And I guess that is why these conversations can be important because it's like unpacking the um, misogynoir that exists in people who are anti-femme and understanding that, you know, is, is your no-femme, um, preference something because you don't because you have some you know internalized misogynoir that you haven't addressed where you don't respect femininity or you don't see it as desirable or is it something that might be just more specific to you um we have to have those conversations like we have to be able to talk about those things and people have to be able to have those conversations with themselves ultimately it's like an internal thing because I mean, I, I can talk to you or Juan as, until I fake this time blue about it, but unless y'all have this internal conversation with yourself about it, the real answers won't be found. So it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning again. It, it's, it's a bigger issue that you have to break down in different columns. And when you were talking about that, Khalif, about is this, 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 that, yes, it is. But how are we going to actually have those conversations? Because you just can't just toss it out there and then put it on either a group of people just to saying that you all don't like this. It just may be a person's preference. And, may, and you also got to understand preferences come out of traumas. It comes out of um, things that they dislike, things they don't want to, to see themselves in because they might have experienced it already. So it, it can be multiple things. And I think you got to do team builders for one within the community so that people understand, like you said, that you are human. You have feelings, you have emotions, you have a heart, you have a brain. You know, you are an individual, you matter. So we have to come to a place of understanding and agreement. And then when they're uh, tapped, because that's the word really what we have a conversation about is toxicity. Toxicity is, is really the issue in this. And Toxicity comes in because we allow it to happen. And, and as you said, um, uh, Brendan, is that you're not going to 
conform or try to make someone believe something or have to fit into someone else's belief of fighting for who you are. Like if you're not into it, then you're not into it. And I just move on. That's basically the lifestyle of how this life works. If it doesn't fit, don't try to force your foot into it. Hmm. So we've reached the end of today's show and what I want you all to glean from this episode is we all have preferences. No matter who you are in this world, you have a preference. But the important thing to do is to ask yourself, why? Why do I have this preference? Why do I have uh, an inclining towards this person and not towards this person? Because a lot of the times when we look at why we love or do not love other people, it is a direct reflection of how we view ourselves. I've met a lot of fluffier people who are like, I don't want to date a fluffy person. That's some internalized fat phobia. I've met a lot of queer men, black queer men who have been like, I don't want to date feminine men. That's some internalized homophobia. There's a lot of black people who are lighter skin who say, I don't want to date someone light skin. Or more more often than not, there are a lot of more melanated people who say, I don't want to date someone who is dark complexion. Why? That's some internalized colorism from what your childhood, from this, that, that's some, something internalized. So everything, when it comes to looking at why we have these preferences towards this and that person comes, like I said, from the internal. I hope you've learned a lot from this episode. It was a lot of work putting this together and I hope it was worth it because these conversations matter. These conversations are necessary. And I hope that you really were able to ask yourself, so with that, thank you so much for tuning into the conversation. I want to thank my guest, Brendan, and my guest, Juan, for just showing up um, and having this dialogue with me today. And I also want to thank you, the listeners, for uh, tuning in because what's the point if we can't change the world together? So it's all about impact over here. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to the conversation. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the conversation podcast. That's the conversation spelled with a K instead of a C podcast. And also follow me on Twitter at they, them, Khalif. That's they, them, K-A-L-E-A-F. I will see you next week. Bye.